Welcome to the Grow Through International Expansion podcast. I'm Oliver Dowson. Let me be your guide as to how businesses, all kinds of businesses, small and large, can grow, solve their business problems, increase their profits, and grow their value. In these podcasts, we talk to all sorts of interesting people that bring their skills, experience, and insights to all aspects of international expansion. I hope you like these podcasts. If you do, subscribe and keep listening every week. We love comments too. And do share and tell others and check out our resources on our growinternational.org website. One of the European countries I visit where I've witnessed the greatest change and the most rapid development is the Czech Republic. I first went to the then Czechoslovakia in 1977, long before the fall of the Iron Curtain. So obviously, you'd expect me to say that the changes since then have been massive. But I'm actually referring to just the last decade. When I first set up a company in Prague, then in 2009, the Czech colleague, who remains a good friend, it was a relatively quiet city. The Czech Republic had only joined the EU in 2004, and in a, still in a way, it was searching for a business identity. The economy wasn't very strong, but it was growing. But now, 10 years later, it's become something of an economic powerhouse in Europe. Most people, of course, only know Prague as a tourist destination, and it's certainly become one of the most visited cities in Europe. Even on a Monday evening in early April, I had to fight my way across the old town square, and the Wenceslas Bridge was a sea of people with selfie sticks. The government's doing its best to encourage tourists to visit other parts of the country. But back to business. It may surprise you to learn that Prague figures in the top 10 regions of the EU for GDP per capita, ahead of Paris, Copenhagen and Stockholm. The unemployment rate is practically zero. However, elsewhere in the Czech Republic, there are plenty of opportunities for international businesses, especially those in the industrial sector. Although it's right next to Austria and Germany, and so a great central hub country in Europe from which to do business, Costs are lower, and there's a lot of other good reasons to consider it for international expansion. When I was in Prague recently, I met Peter Hexo of Czech Invest, the government body promoting international trade. Also in our meeting was Marketa Havlova, who manages support for the many exciting Czech startup companies, mostly in the IT sector. She steers a really interesting program to help those businesses expand internationally, right from the word go. In this podcast, I'm talking both with Peter and Marketa about a whole range of opportunities for international business in the Czech Republic. So, Peter, welcome to the Growth Through International Expansion podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. So tell me what you're doing here in Czech Republic to promote business these days. Uh, okay, I will start from the very beginning. Czech Invest is the investment and business development agency of the Czech Republic, uh, established in 1992. So ever since, we are trying to uh, to attract new projects, new Czech Republic, new investment projects, and we are helping them establish here. Uh, what we do is, um, within our priority sectors, uh, we uh, try to promote Czech Republic abroad. We try to uh, identify the best uh, investors, best mm-hmm. companies to, to approach, and we try to attract them to the public to, uh, to establish here to make a cooperation joint venture m to start a cooperation with universities and so on so it's a broad spectrum broad range of our services which we, that are dedicated uh, to foreign investors right so what are the key sectors 
We have uh, actually um, eight priority sectors, starting from the automotive sector, which is one of the most crucial for Czech economy. Mm -hmm. So the automotive sector, then we have aerospace sector, uh, high-tech engineering, biotechnology, life sciences, uh, nanotechnology, new materials. Uh, then, of course, we have the electronics, electrotechnical uh, sector, and uh, last but not least, ICT, IT sector. So those are the, the priority sectors uh, that we actively promote. Uh, for each of those sectors, we have a dedicated staff, sector specialists. Uh, they have the insight into the sector in the Republic. They, uh, they have contacts. They, uh, they know what's going, what's going on uh, within those, those sectors. And they are also, um, let's say, traveling abroad and trying to, um, to promote the Czech Republic within those sectors. So most of those, um, possibly with the exception of IT, are uh, industrial um, yeah. sectors, and that's the that's the key area, is it? What about services? Uh, what about services? We uh, also cover the business support service center. So mm -hmm. this is the let's say the main sector coming from the services service sector. So uh, BSS uh, internally BSS is included into IT ICT sector. Uh, but we also cover the business support service centers, high-tech repair centers, call centers, okay. software development centers. And what are the what, what are the best reasons for businesses to come here to the Czech Republic? Uh, of course, it depends on the sector, but uh, you can find uh, many people, high-educated people, uh, skilled people, skilled workforce. You can find um, a dense network of suppliers. Of course, Czech Republic is uh, one of the most industrialized countries of Europe. Uh, sure. The industry have a very long tradition in Czech Republic. And, and you can see in Czech Republic, you, as I said, you have a, a dense network of suppliers of universities uh, that are uh, focusing on te technical fields. Uh, so uh, we have the competence and expertise within the industrial sectors, high-tech engineering, aerospace, automotive, as I said. Uh, and this is, I think, it is very important to uh, to highlight this uh, uh, these features and highlight these sectors uh, in 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 abroad because uh, mm -hmm. we have the competent expertise within within industry. Absolutely, um, a lot of our listeners represent relatively smaller businesses, smaller medium businesses, um, and of course, the industrial sector sort of sounds quite big. Um, are there opportunities for smaller businesses as well to come here and to invest and set up? Uh, yes, I would say yes, of course. Uh, for example, startups. Uh, those are the, the small companies, the, the, or the, the new newcomers, new companies within the sector. We have some programs for startups, uh, mostly for Czech startups, but of course, uh, there are more and more foreign startups and foreign companies, small and medium sized, coming to Czech Republic and 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 trying to uh, to start a business here. So mm. we have some um, some programs for them uh, for for startups for startups. Yeah. I really wasn't thinking so much of startups as maybe medium sized medium companies. Size. So if you have a company that uh, maybe is in a, one of these manufacturing sectors, but they're relatively small. Um, you know, 100, 200 people. Yeah. Um, it uh, of course it depends. Uh, um, what is the project that, that that are they are coming to the Czech Republic and what they would like to do here? 
Uh, of course, we have an investment incentive system that we can help financially. The state, Czech state can help financially. Uh, but uh, the companies need to fulfill or meet some requirements, some, some uh, conditions. And uh, mm-hmm. if we have a small companies, so small and medium-sized, we can help with our consulting services. We can, uh, we can connect them with the local Czech companies. We can connect them with universities. Uh, we can, um, let's say, uh, introduce the Czech Republic and business opportunities here. So uh, those are mainly the non-financial consulting services, mm-hmm. uh, then financial. Uh, but uh, as I said, every each or every project project will be or is assessed, evaluated individually, and, and we try to tailor our services to each individual project. Okay, fine. What well, yeah, it was. Sorry. Maybe if I can add that uh, maybe sometimes there is a misconception uh, that the incentives are only for uh, the big investors and the big corporation, which is not the truth. Uh, so also uh, the small and medium-sized enterprises, maybe more uh, medium-sized, not the small one, can also apply to those uh, incentives if they uh, like fulfill those requirements. So, for instance, in IT projects, I think that there is one of the conditions that they are planning to hire at least 20 specialists in ICT sector, which is not so big a number for a medium-sized companies. So, it's not only for those big corporations and it's not only for the foreign companies as well. It's, it's, or the public incentives are also aimed to, to grow here. So it's not only to help to come to the Czech Republic, but also to grow within the Czech Republic. Absolutely. What is one of the uh, best, uh, uh, let's say, uh, criteria uh, that uh, they um, decide to come to the Czech Republic? It's also the location, because basically it's in the heart of Europe, like in the center. uh, So they uh, have the access to uh, Germany, but also to Poland and to other uh, bigger uh, countries, and it's easier to start. And as my colleague uh, said, uh, we are in an industrial uh, country, so also our educational system and so on is focused more on help in uh, this uh, right. uh, higher skilled people. Uh, so our strategy to uh, to attract the companies, like to establish business here in the Czech Republic, also focus on those more high tech sector, which is now also uh, the uh, new version of the law of the public incentives, um, which was announced. I'm not sure if it was approved or not. Not yet. Uh, not yet, so it's still in the process. Sometimes it took a little bit longer. Uh, right? And uh, this is how we help the startups and for uh, for uh, medium companies. And also there is a, a big, uh, uh, let's say, programs, or those are the big programs for the startups, for the companies, through uh, European funds. Okay. So, the company once come uh, here and establish a business, they are also able to uh, to apply for the European funds from here, from uh, from the Czech Republic, which is also the great opportunity for hardware uh, solutions, but also the soft skill solutions to improve their business. Sure. Can you tell me a little bit more about the actual incentives from the Czech Republic, though? Because we've been talking about incentives, but not actually saying what they are. Yeah, actually, the current investment incentive scheme uh, include uh, several, um, several, let's say, uh, uh, reliefs or several um, incentive programs. Uh, 
First of all, it's tax break, so uh, corporate income tax relief up to 10 years. Uh, then uh, job creation and, and job creation grants, then training and the training grants. So those are actually the three main uh, three main incentives that the Czech, Czech Republic offer. Uh, and of course, uh, in order to be eligible for the incentives, uh, the companies uh, needs to meet some some criteria or conditions. Of course. Uh, um, there are two main conditions. They need to invest a certain amount of money. Uh, uh, in most regions, uh, the amount is set uh, to 100 million Czech crowns. But in certain regions, uh, let's say in structurally affected regions, uh, the, the amount is, is lower and set to 50 million Czech crowns. So uh, they need to invest uh, this sum of money and uh, at the same time, they need to, to create at least 20 new jobs. Okay. This is with, within the manufacturing industry. Of course, uh, we also, or the Czech state also cover the, um, the technology centers. Mm -hmm. And uh, there, the, the conditions are quite, uh, or quite a bit different. Uh, the, the investment amount is uh, lower and uh, the job creation gra or the, the job, new jobs created is uh, also 20 new jobs. Uh, and then you have B uh, BSS, business support services, uh, where dependent on, on, on the type of uh, business support services. But if you take call centers, uh, there is a 500 new job created uh, condition. Uh, so for development centers and high tech repair centers is kind of 70, 50 and so on. Um, I, I have the, the conditions here and so I can, I can introduce it to you. Um, uh, but the, there is no, uh, no amount of money uh, required to invest. Okay, well, we can put a link to the details yes. on the Growth Through International Expansion yes. website so uh, listeners can check the accompanying article there and click on the link and they'll actually see the details behind this. Um, let me come to the question of costs because going way back, um, of course, um, businesses used to think that uh, Eastern Europe, which they included the Czech Republic, of course, um, was a relatively low cost base for doing business. And that's, of course, why so many businesses originally came. Mm -hmm. My gut feel is it's not so low cost anymore. Um, and it's sort of becoming closer to, you know, erring towards the rest of Europe. Um, do you agree, or is it still a lower cost economy than um, other um, nearby countries? I think the situation has been changing, and it's, it's currently changing uh, because the, the wedge level is increasing. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you look at the Central Eastern European countries, we are definitely, um, uh, let's say, uh, one of the countries when, when speaking about the uh, the, the wage level, so the wage level is in Czech Republic uh, higher, of course, than in, in Balkan or in Ukraine. So, uh, so comparing the, the other countries, are the wages are uh, uh, the highest from the Central Eastern European region uh, in the Czech Republic, and and of course, uh, so the companies. When you go to the Western countries. Yeah. There is like a. Yeah, I know it's somewhere that, it, it, I, I, I mean, my gut feel is, you know, you've got, you know, you've got, you've got the probably um, close, close to war, the deep, uh, the quality of Germany, but at, you know, 
uh, abridging a price. Mm-hmm. Um, so compared to, Germany, compared, to lower, compared to Bulgaria or Romania, yeah. it's yeah. going to be more expensive. Yeah. But yeah. and uh, I will also add that it uh, depends on the sectors. Uh, mm. so okay. Uh, for instance, in uh, uh, I would say that uh, we have like a, a corporates or the small and medium-sized companies and also a startups very active in this sector. So in the ICT sector, it's uh, like um, not so easy to uh, to find the people, or you have to pay them a little bit more because they have a lot of opportunities. But in other sectors, it's not uh, the same case. So uh, it also depends. Uh, like in 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 the Czech Republic, it's the lowest unemployment employment right now in the whole European Union, which is not helping to, mm. uh, to attract uh, employees. No, right? absolutely. But it's good well, for, it's very good for the Czechs. But yeah. it's good for, uh, for the economy. So yeah, we absolutely. have like a pros and cons and depends. So uh, each uh, company who would like to, to enter to the Czech Republic, we will like, uh, get and, uh, and the needs and the possibilities and then we are trying mm. to find some uh, uh, some fits and solutions for, okay. for, for the company. And of course the low unemployment rate, it's, let's say, kind of creates a pressure on wage, level, on wage rise and, and wage level. So that's why the, the wages uh, last year and, and in 2016 they were... Uh, increasing by seven eight percent per year, so um, uh, there was and there is a definitely pressure on on, on the wage increase. So uh, the level or the, the wages are increasing still in the Republic. So, and but I can confirm that uh, it depends on the sector. ICT sure. is kind of different to other sectors. You mentioned call centers earlier, um, but uh, what languages would this be in? Is this Primarily for Eastern European languages. Uh, not only Eastern European languages. You have here BSS centers for the whole Europe and Middle East. So uh, okay. there are languages like German, English, French, uh, Spa- uh, Sp- Spanish, Italian. So uh, not only Eastern European languages. Uh, I would say that the most BSS uh, located in, in, in Prague. Uh, are uh, uh, let's say focus on on broad range of services uh, of languages. Sure. Okay. Great. Um, so, what 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 if wages are going up? I guess the key thing is the availability of labour and training. And you're saying, of course, that the unemployment rate is low, um, but the level of education, I'm guessing here, is very high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, it. Again, it uh, it is related to a long history of, of the Czech educational system of Czech education. Uh, definitely, um, uh, uh, a kind of reform is uh, needs to be done to 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 modernize the Czech educational system because the Czech education needs to be uh, or needs to meet the criteria for 21st century and mm-hmm. and uh, those aspects and those uh, let's say. This discussion is uh, currently ongoing in the Republic. How to how to make the education uh, to be re- to be uh, meeting the the, the, the criteria of twenty first century. But definitely the long history of a Czech educational system and and uh, high, also the high high quality and availability of of uh, schools and universities are also very important for uh, for foreigners and for foreign companies. Yeah. Sure. And just covering, going back to industry at the time, um, are there um, reasons other than financial incentives 
for basing in different parts of the Czech Republic? Um, is there, for example, um, better transport infrastructure, raw materials availability? I, I don't know. What, are there reasons for being in one place and not another? Um, again, it depends on the requirements of the companies. Mm. Uh, if, we, if, if you take German companies, they prefer to be located in the western part of, of, of the Republic, in Bohemia, uh, around Pozen and, and, and in West Bohemia, because uh, you have a quite good access to, to Germany. You sure. are in, in just one hour by highway in, in Germany. Then, of course, there are companies that are looking for um, uh, for the access to towards Poland, Slovakia. Uh, then they are we 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 consult them, advise them to to be located in the eastern part. Uh, there is also automotive cluster in the eastern part of the Republic. Uh, the automotive cluster is also here in, 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 in um, let's say, around Prague, in Moldavia-Boleslav, where Škoda Auto is, is located. So uh, it pretty much depends on the requirements of foreign companies, okay. uh, on their, uh, let's say, uh, requirements to, be, uh, to, to, uh, to access different markets in, the EU, in Europe, in eastern part, western part. So, yeah, it depends on it. Changing the conversation completely to startup companies that we were going to cover. Um, I'll just make a pause. So, Marketa, tell me about uh, the startup sector here in um, Czech Republic and what Czech Invest is doing to help them. Okay, so startup sector is very growing in, a, uh, in the Czech Republic, I would say, during the last uh, nine or ten years. Uh, when was like the first boom of uh, the business uh, accelerators and incubators and also some success stories which is also important because prior to that nobody here would know what, what does it mean to be a startup as a fast-growing company mm. uh, so based on that it start uh, like it, it started uh, uh, a boom here in the uh, in Czech Republic and also in 2010, uh, we uh, launched our first acceleration program, which was quite different from the others because we focused to uh, bring startups to abroad so they could gain an experience from the advanced uh, markets. Uh, such Silicon Valley and then to, to use this knowledge uh, to establish a bit better business and uh, growing company here in the Czech. So this is how we started um, to uh, support startups to go abroad because their idea from the origin it should be like a globally uh, product, globally successful product, right? So for them to to go abroad and to receive the feedback from the community, from the investors and from the partners was the crucial to improve their business skills. What we also have learned uh, is yes. that uh, the Czech startups, they are good in the technology, but they are in lack of uh, the sales, like how to uh, sell uh, the product, how to sell uh, okay. to, to potential customers. So this, uh, this is the area we focus on. We help them to, uh, through mentoring and the consultancy services to be better in the business uh, and to uh, compete with other uh, startups with the similar solutions, which is not maybe so good as uh, from from the Czechs, but it also depends how you uh, sell it, right? So this is 
uh, what we focus on. To it, sounds, it sounds really interesting, and it's certainly music to my ears because I'm always telling startups I meet back in the UK and US that they need to focus internationally as well. Mm. And it doesn't matter where they are, they might be um, in other countries, but they don't know about, or very often don't know about sales and marketing either. They have a brilliant idea, um, and they can turn the brilliant idea into a product, but actually finding a market for it and selling it is a completely different challenge. Yeah, yeah. which is like compared to, to US startups, that's a bit different because they usually have nothing, just an idea, but they are able to sell it to potential investors, right? So this is like in, uh, not in comparison to... <laughs> so do they get excited by going to Silicon Valley or do they get scared? <laughs> Uh, I would say both. Like first they are excited, then they figure it out that they don't know anything or they have to change their entire business model, which is at the beginning the scary part. But then they figure out that what they can learn there, they can apply as well as here, like to be better, to be different from other uh, startups from mm -hmm. the Czech Republic or from the region because they have this experience. Uh, so this is basically what we are doing, uh, like since that, because we started in 2010, this one program, like this Czech Accelerator program, uh, now we have five uh, programs for the startups and they are not only focused to help them to go abroad and gain some experience, uh, but we also help them to grow here, to be better prepared prior there. Uh, let's say first uh, uh, going abroad and uh, to try to be uh, a global company. Uh, so, yeah. so this is all sort of practical support and training and so forth. Do you help them financially as well? Yeah, financially we do not support them financially. Uh, as I mentioned, we have a, a database of the mentors and the consultants companies, and through our programs they uh, have the better access to uh, uh, to those mentors and the consultancy companies uh, and through the program we are able to cover let's say up to 85 um, percent of the cost of the mentors and the consultancy okay. companies because you know, uh, at the beginning for the startups if there is also some lack of uh, uh, the business, there is also a lack of the money, right? <laughs> There's usually always a lack so, of the money. Yeah, yeah, so um, exactly. do, you, do, you, do you help point them in the right direction of finance? Is it easy to get um, company finance here in Czech Republic? Yeah. Uh, we help them to be prepared uh, when they uh, have an opportunity to discuss their business uh, with potential investors or the strategic partners. So this is the uh, main aim also of uh, uh, the mentoring and the services we provided for them. Uh, and we are also able to connect them with the right people. Uh, at the beginning, it's more about getting feedback and to figure out what the milestones could be to be there as an investable company, let's say. Uh, but for uh, some of them, it's not the point to sell the company to the investors, but also to uh, like grow with the company and to become sure. like the uh, uh, next uh, uh, Facebook or Skype, right? Uh, so uh, we like help them through our mentors and uh, 
those services to 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 be prepared mm-hmm. and also uh, we have a connection to other agencies uh, here in the Czech Republic who provide like the specific loans for the startups for instance so uh, we uh, provide them the contacts and they can discuss with them uh, the possibilities but our part is to help them let's say mentally <laughs> like in a business sure. management uh, um, uh, Uh, consulting how uh, to be better uh, uh, salespersons or uh, how to be better CEO and so on. So this is what we are doing, and opening the doors in advanced markets such as Silicon Valley or Singapore or London. Okay. Yeah, because we have uh, uh, our acceleration program in uh, London. So. Okay. So yeah. how does your acceleration program in London yeah. work then? Okay. So we do cooperate with the Impact Hub, uh, the King's Cross. Okay. Uh, uh, we, yeah, I don't think I have now, but yeah, yeah. So uh, the Impact Hub is our partner, which means that they provide uh, for three months uh, the office space and the mentoring and the consultancy services sure. and also other related services to our startups. Um, uh, and uh, we send. Um, every three months, uh, startup companies. Uh, I think that this week, five of them, they will start the uh, like three months acceleration program. Uh, so how many companies do you send a year like that, for example? Um, we have three batches during the year. Uh, usually it's okay. from uh, January till March is the first one. The second is April, June, and the third uh, September Uh, how much, how so big is the batch? One, two, company. three companies? Yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's something between two and five companies to okay. be honest. Okay. Uh, so uh, it can be ten or twelve companies during the year we send to uh, to London as one of uh, the destination. Uh, we we help them grow. Uh, so this is the acceleration program, and then for those who uh, cannot, um, let's say, or the, Maybe they are not prepared to stay there for the three months. We also offer them a one-week business trip uh, through our next program, which is called Checkmatch. And in this program, we do cooperate with startup manufacturer, which is uh, also uh, like uh, type of the acceleration program. But it's only for one week, so it's more about the mentoring and the workshops and uh, to get to know the possibilities for the startups to grow within the UK and the contacts. And the acceleration program, which is um, like designed for the three months, it's more uh, about uh, being more incorporated, let's say, to uh, to the UK. And uh, it's not okay. so... You're doing it for other countries as well, or just the UK? <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah, it's the US, Singapore, and the UK. So okay. we like, cover the US, like uh, the America. Uh, North America. Are the startup companies are mostly what in the IT sector, or yes, uh, it's ICT sector, both hardware and the software, and it's about 65% percent of hmm. the companies who apply to our programs. Uh, but uh, yeah, for instance, uh, like the last three months, uh, the startup called Hardvario, they do the IoT. Uh, 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 like the boxes for uh, the manufacturer uh, companies, but also they do cooperate with the schools, like to 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 help them uh, um, 
like realize the potential of the IOT and to teach uh, children. They do organize a workshop. So this is one of the hardware type of the companies called Hardware. Also, <laughs> really interesting. It's not only about the ICT companies, but uh, okay. mainly because you know it's like more scalable and basically you do not, do not need any special equipment or the laboratory to start a company, right? Like for instance, of other nanotechnology or life science and others. So thank you both very much. It sounds really exciting the things that Czech Invest are doing to help both uh, uh, companies from abroad come and invest here in the Czech Republic and also the Czech startups. Um, expand rapidly internationally and uh, gain this additional knowledge and uh, skills and abilities that they may lack. Um, so thank you both very much and thank you for uh, joining me here on this uh, Growth Through International Expansion podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation and this podcast. I really welcome your comments and also suggestions for future conversations. We post new content every week. So please do click on the subscribe button and follow this, the Growth Through International Expansion podcast. You can also find the transcript, other articles and detailed resources relating to this episode on our website, growinternational.org. There, you can also join as a member for future updates and find all our other articles, videos and podcasts and benefit from other features, including free consultations and independent online advice. Again, that's www.growinternational.org. Until next time, this is Oliver Dowson wishing you success and reminding you that international expansion may be easier than you may think. Mm-hmm.